Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On this episode of the Light Path Podcast, I'm stepping out and being brave enough to ask myself one of the toughest questions. What is it that I am doing that is hindering my success? In this year of slow that I'm cultivating, I'm using this question to keep myself accountable and on track in cultivating a life that I'm truly proud of and love. Hello and welcome back to the Light Path Podcast. I hope the first nine or so days of 2023 are going well for you as we, you know, kind of ease our way into this new year. I know a lot of you will be in the throes of that new year resolution, that new year pact, all those new year goals with yourself. And on the last episode of the podcast, my solo episode is where I discussed how, you know, resolutions are not necessarily something that I set for myself. It's not a vibe for me because when you resolute to do something, it kind of means you're not already doing it or it's not already in your reality. And rather, I picked a theme or I like to pick a word or a theme for the year this year for me being slow you know allowing myself the grace and the space and the permission to work through things slowly so although that sounds really nice and lush and confident i'm gonna say if i reflect back and listen well as i listened back to that episode this week or last week i was a bit like oh that sounds really nice. I hope I can keep that up. Um, I really have to now begin to conceptualize what that means for me. And rather than a resolution, I'm going to keep myself on track with a simple question this year. And I resolve It's kind of me just skirting around the concept of resolution. Um, I'm going to resolve to ask myself this question at the beginning of every month. And to be honest, it's sort of a reflection on the month that has just gone. But if I ask myself at the beginning of the month, it will help me resolve to maybe fix this or will help me to resolve to avoid whatever it is that I've been doing. And that simple question is, what is hindering my success? I know this year I'm going to be having many different goals and those goals might be big and overarching and I might already know them. Um, But I know underneath that umbrella of the big goals that I have, there are going to be many, many, many little personal ones that will contribute to the accomplishment of the big ones that I don't quite know yet because as we're walking our path, we know that not all the steps are laid out and we're just ticking them off. We know that the path is not laid, it evolves. And how we allow that to evolve to our biggest, brightest, best capacity if we are committed to self-reflection, to change, 
to healing and to evolving. And I feel like this question, what is hindering my success, is going to help me really anchor into that essence of slow that I discussed on last Monday's podcast and allow me to be really, really reflective. I have written this, so I'm old school. (laughs) So I still have, yes, I use my Google Calendar, not as effectively as I should. Maybe this will be a goal of mine um, this year, but I still have an old school um, like written calendar, like a diary. I love it. (laughs) And I like I'm the type of person that writes to do lists and I even write things on my to do list that I've already done just so I can tick it off. Oh, Lord, God bless me. Um, But so I still have a paper diary is the whole point of that sharing. And so at the first of every month, I've already gone ahead and written this question on the first. What is hindering my success? This is my key question for the year because I know in any area of my life that I'm wanting to expand in and experience more of, or maybe less of, depending on what it is, I have to take active personal responsibility for what that looks like. So whilst, you know, maybe some big goals for us might be health driven maybe they might be financially driven maybe they might be relationship driven for us if we're able to ask this simple reflective question of what is hindering my success in that area or whatever it is i tried to achieve the month previous it's going to help me be a lot more proactively responsible for and effective in shifting and changing it So asking that question on the first of every month is something I'm resolved to doing. So I'm completely, fully on my knees in the realization and acceptance that in any type of situation, we are only ever going to be as strong as our weakest link so you know there's that saying in the team we're only as strong as our you know worst player or um you know those sports analogies or whatever it is i do have this understanding and concept that that is true for myself as well and i think i'm okay with being really honest with myself and knowing that I'm only as strong in any area of my life as where I am weak within it. So as a really basic example, if I'm wanting to achieve, let's just say, a level of fitness, you know, I'm wanting to really feel good in my body and feel fit and healthy in my body. I know that wherever I'm weak in my dedication to doing that, that is the thing that is hindering me from that goal or from that thing that I'm trying to achieve. And often for me, this will present itself in the form of lack of discipline. So I might be lacking the discipline to stick 
to the commitment of, say, my exercise routine or whatever it is, says the girl that did not go to the gym this morning. (laughs) Case in point, this is probably why it's on my mind. Um, But, you know, it's, I think we often avoid these stark kind of polarizing truths because we want to be soft and gentle with ourselves. But at the same time, there's definitely so much space for us to be blunt and honest with ourselves and come into acceptance of some really clear and and obvious truths. I mean, you know, what separates people that are really successful, for example, as opposed to people that, you know, just didn't do it. And it's and it's often in in not accepting some of the hard facts in life, you know, like discipline. Discipline isn't necessarily fun, but it can be the most powerful tool. And if, if that's where I'm a little bit weak in that area of my life or that thing that I desire, then that thing that I desire is only ever going to be as strong as my discipline actually really is. And I can't have this conversation with myself without fully acknowledging, embracing, understanding and analyzing what is my strongest link in those areas as well. So where am I really working at making whatever area of my life I'm focusing on as expansive and as aligned, as joyful and happy and abundant as possible? So when I start to ask myself this simple question to reflect on, yeah, the parts of that behavior that are the weakest link, it's also really helpful to think about where you are strong in that, where your habits, where your programming, where your behaviors are actually really firing on all cylinders. That will then help you uncover the obvious and simple steps to where you're needing to improve where you may be weak. We can't be naturally strong, consistently strong in all aspects of all areas of our life. Like even just saying that out loud, I feel exhausted um, because it's kind of unattainable. But I think that there's massive power in the step by step, like that beautiful saying, you don't need to see the whole staircase, just the next step. And so in the essence of slow this year, I'm giving myself full permission and I'm inviting myself every month to question that slowly and peacefully. Okay, where is my weakest link? Where am I hindering my own success? So the answer to these questions are never going to be outside of myself. They're never going to be because that person's blocked me because um, I, I can't, that I don't know, what are the other self-sabotaging things we can say? That person rejected me or whatever it is. It can't be out of my control. It has to come back 
to me. It has to come back to my behavior, my preferences. It could be my programming and my perception. But there's always going to be stuff to confront because that's what growth and evolution is all about. And so as soon as I say that, I can't help but smile and giggle because that's the reality. Because if it were comfortable, if it were easy, everyone would be doing it. And I love, um, you know, that motivational kind of speaker talk where they say, the last mile is never crowded because the last mile is hard to get to sometimes. And people will more often than not give up on it or themselves before they get to that last mile. So this year for me is going to be a slow step-by-step 12 times a year asking that simple question in whatever area of my life happens to be the focus at the time. Remembering, I don't know what that will be necessarily. I might have an idea at this point in terms of what I want to achieve, but I don't know what it is that will pop up that will change or that I will be focusing on because um, it's coming to my awareness and things like that. And asking that simple question, I'm going to be able to know for sure in every cell, in every bone of my body that I'm making strides towards fixing my leaks, towards strengthening my weakest links and perhaps becoming more of some of my strongest qualities and it's crazy to me that it all actually boils down to a simple simple question so i would perhaps provocate you as i provocated myself in that am i ready to face my own truth am i ready to be really honest with myself because any type of growth any type of success, however you deem that to be for yourself. Success is a fairly individualized concept, so don't be going to compare yourself against, you know, other people and, you know, what they're doing and all of those types of things. Your definition of success at that time is the only thing you need to worry about. And I can't stress enough how important it is to really concentrate on cultivating and perfecting the little steps and not making it too unattainable for yourself because we are so good at psyching ourselves out of our success because we're wanting to achieve it all in one go or we're wanting to go from zero to 100 because anything else you know, anything less than that would be considered a failure, but it's not, you know, it's not the, it's not the, the big moments. It's the little moments repeated every single day. So this, this reminds me of an example where, um, a few years ago, I was really wanting to get back into running. I used to love, love running. There was something in that for me. Um, and it, it, it made me feel a lot of things and it was just my thing for a while and I wanted to get back into it. So, of course, I what did I do? I strapped on the sneakers and I went out and, oh my gosh, 
it was the most disappointing experience of my life. And I'm laughing at myself because, duh, why wouldn't it have been? Um, I hadn't run in ages. And then I'm so, I was so angry and embarrassed and disappointed in myself that I literally couldn't run more than a block. And so, of course, I did the whole beat myself up thing. And then I tried to run a little bit more. And then the next day, oh, my God, my muscles were killing me you know running on concrete isn't that great when you're in your 40s um but I was just like so sore because my body hadn't moved that way in such a long time and here I was foolishly going out hoping to recreate or recapture that feeling of empowerment that I used to get from running um at the level of fitness that I was years later after I hadn't run for a while so I, I was speaking to a colleague of mine at the time, and he's this an ama- amazing athlete, like amazing. He does ultra marathons, and he's someone I really, really admire, and and he and I just really admire him as a person as well. Just a really great guy. And I said to him, like, oh, you know, I I tried to go for a run the other day. It was so frustrating. Like, you know, I can't imagine ever being able to run again. And he was just so beautiful and calm. And he said to me, oh, do you know, it's it's really easy. All you need to do is just go for, next time, go out for another run and just run. And if that's one minute, that's so good. Just run for one minute and then walk for the rest. And then next time you go out for a run, run for one minute, 20 seconds, um, or however he described it. I think he described it in Ks. Um, I like to describe it in minutes because it was too much for me. And you know what? That just goes back to that beautiful concept of it's just step by step, bit by bit. But what is the consistent there? or What's that glue that holds it all together? The thing that was hindering my success in that situation was ridiculous expectations and the unwillingness to go back and chip away at it step by step. Now, when I did that, I actually got to the point relatively quickly when I look at it of being able to go for a 3k run and those runners out there that are smirking at me that was a big deal for me 3k's at the time because I hadn't run for so long and I kind of got there pretty quickly and I and in that 3k's like I used to run you know go out for you know a 15k run on the weekend but those 3k's felt even more um, astounding and accomplished because I allowed myself the space to realize what was hindering my success and go back to basic and really be slow in the process of achieving it. And what was one of my strongest qualities in that, which is a lot of the time my strongest quality in life, was my willingness to be persistent. So when I looked at that problem, I was like, okay, I trust myself enough to go out three times a week and work on this. Like I am persistent because I did want to to get that feeling. For me, I was chasing that feeling of accomplishment that I got after nailing three Ks um, that I used to get after nailing 15, right? So same feeling, but just the goalpost had shifted. I went back and I looked at what was my strongest quality, okay, my willingness to persist, 
What's my weakest link? My unrealistic expectations. And what's really interesting is when you look at that, they actually are the opposite sides of the seesaw, aren't they? So I'm persistent, but what I'm trying to achieve is actually unachievable and unrealistic for me at this time. So if I bring those two things and meet in the middle, I see, yep, you can be persistent, but be persistent a bit at a time and then you'll eventually get to your goal or to the achievement, whatever it is that you're wanting to see. But I couldn't have gotten there unless I was willing to see where my weakness was. At first, I thought my weakness was in my body. I wasn't fit enough, so I went there. No, my weakness was in my inability to be realistic about how it was I was going to achieve this goal. And my strength was my willingness to persist with it. So as I walk through my year of slow, this is what I'll be doing every month. I'll be looking at areas of my life where I'm wanting to experience success. I would be very surprised if I get to the end of this year and see that I haven't worked on all areas of my life through this process, whether it be my intimate, most important relationships, like what is hindering my success here? Where can I grow? Where am I doing really well? And how can I use and apply that to enhance maybe where I'm being at my weakest or my not best self? I'll definitely be looking at my the way in which I work and my business. Where's my weakest link? Last year, I knew at the end of last year, I knew my weakest link was in my inability to have enough hours in the day to do everything I wanted to do in my business. So I began to outsource and I began to get help. And, you know, that was really hard for me. Um, But my strongest link in that was I knew what I wanted. So when I got the help, I was able to get the most efficient goal-orientated help that I needed to achieve what I wanted to achieve because I knew where I was going. I just had to accept that my weakest link was that I couldn't do it all myself. There'll be areas of my physicality that I'll be working towards for sure in terms of feeling the way I want to feel and being my most brightest, radiant self. Uh, There'll be financial, you know, where's my weakest link? Again, something I worked on at the end of last year, I knew where I was leaking financially and I knew that. I couldn't fix it myself. So I went and got the help I needed to fix it. And, you know, I'm on top of that. It's a working process, but it's really helping me a lot by looking at where and what was hindering the success that I was hoping to achieve. So I hope me sharing that has maybe provocated you a little bit and, you know, lightened your load in terms of breaking it down to the small bits in order to make it digestible and achievable for you, but also to give you that space, that permission, that confidence to ask yourself sometimes what we might perceive as the harsher questions. And that is, well, let's be really honest. What are you doing to hinder yourself? 
would love to hear your thoughts over on the Light Path Community Facebook page. If you're wanting to share what it is that you're working on right now, would love to send you all the vibes and the encouragement as you do that. But for now, as always, just sending you so much gratitude for listening and for connecting with me in this way. Love and a hell of a lot of light. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.